which is going to be a bit high. But having said that, should we? Should we <laughs> that wasn't should part we just, of the deal. Yeah. Yes. Well, should we just do, do the? <laughs> should we just do the weather before we go live? Live. So I'm in Bury St Edmunds, and it is it is snowing. It's beginning of November. We don't get snow in Bury St Edmunds in November. Tim, what's the weather like with you, please? Yeah, similar. Um, we've got snow too. Um, we've had some really quite heavy flurries this morning and bitter wind, but the sun's shining now. Excellent. And, and Lucy, what's the weather like in Cape Town where you are? In Cape Town, we have very Nottinghamshire-like weather, actually, really? surprisingly <laughs> enough, in Cape Town. We have blue skies with a few scattered clouds, but apart from that, no precipitation is due for the rest of the day, so fantastic. Excellent, thank you. Well, that's the weather forecast, and we, we better just uh, we, we better just clarify for the audience that we're not actually in Cape Town with Lucy. I think we'd, we'd all, all love to be there on a, on a dreary day at the beginning of December in the, in the UK. Um, everyone, we are here talking about... British leeks. Well, so, so excited um, about this. We, with our relationship with, uh, with British growers, um, we had, had a bit of a conversation with, with them, having seen uh, Tim all over the media again. Tim, you're just an internet sensation, aren't you, in the, in the fresh produce sector with everything that you do. And I, God bless you for what you do, everything that you do with, uh, with leeks. And we thought we'd better give uh, these guys a hand and see if we can get Tim on. Uh, but actually, Tim and I are just the supporting app for the, for the amazing uh, Lucy Parker. Lucy, say hello to everyone properly. Hello. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you all. <laughs> so so, so we're, we're live now on uh, Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube and on our podcast channel. And let, let's just give a, a bit of a background to why we've got Lucy and, and Tim on and why we're all looking to promote uh, amazing uh, British leaks. So there's been a new promotional campaign designed to further drive purchases of British leaks has recently been launched to great industry report. It intends to build on the gains seen during the pandemic, which saw sales volumes up by nearly 9% in 2021. The initiative is backed by a group of 16 leak growers and seed companies. And this year, drum roll, the Leak Growers Association has partnered with popular vegan social influencer and food writer, Lucy Parker, who posts as at Lucy underscore and underscore lentils and has over 170,000 followers on Instagram. Tim, that's nearly as many people as uh, follow you on, uh, on Facebook, isn't it? Uh, some, somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. Um, and it is well noted that Lucy's uh, recipes are easy to prepare and, uh, and have an extensive reach across a wide range of social media channels. And this um, will help the campaign, the British Elite campaign, reach and engage with younger audience, audiences. And in addition, in addition to the social media, a comprehensive media relations PR campaign targeting national and regional consumer media and news channels is to be rolled out. So Tim, we better give you a quote uh, that was seen in the press uh, recently. Um, and the quote from Tim was, increasingly consumers are using social media as a resource for information on food, nutrition and recipes. In fact, recent research showed that 21% of Britons use Instagram for recipe ideas, four in 10 use social media videos to follow a recipe and 26% follow foodie social influencers. So to Lucy, as I said earlier, on the basis that uh, Tim and I are, are here just to applaud you, it's fantastic to have someone like you on board with the British League um, campaign. Are, are you excited to be associated with the campaign? I am, I am. So I think a lot of my friends think I'm joking when I sort of put online that I was um, being sponsored by the British League Association. So they were like, how can you be sponsored by leaks? Is this real? Um, so actually when I explain that the whole process is to encourage consumerism and sort of growth and just general recognition around the vegetable, um, it does almost sound too good to be true, but it is, um, it's a great project. And 
the kitchen my kitchen is in full flow all the time at the moment um my boyfriend doesn't even question what's for dinner he always knows there's going to be a leak in there in some form <laughs> um but yeah no it's really lovely I just love um being able to share like you said simple recipes that show how easy it can be to actually incorporate this into your everyday life um obviously when it's in season so yeah that's great excellent Lucy it's brilliant to have you on board, Tim. It must be fantastic for, for yourself, especially with your role as, uh, as chairman of the British uh, League Growers Association, that you um, are an expert in what you do in growing um, and, and producing the leaks. But you and I, we, we don't have the ability, perhaps, to, to reach the consumer like Lucy has. Where, where did this, um, this, this idea, this concept come about, about finding someone like Lucy to help promote British leaks to the consumer? I'm going to have to apologise right now because I've got the Royal Air Force flying overhead. Hey! <laughs> Red arrows. Well, that, well, that's part of the campaign. Didn't didn't you read the uh, didn't you read the notes on that? Lucy organised well, the Red Arrows. Yeah, their yeah. timing's a bit off. They were meant to be about yeah just a little bit before, so they didn't interrupt <laughs> me. They didn't get the memo. Um, yeah, it, it, it's um, it, it's it's great actually um, to have Lucy on board because, like you say, we like to think we're pretty good at growing leeks in this country. Um, you know, we grow some fantastic crops. That, um, they're ever such a beautiful, I'm biased, but they're ever such a beautiful vegetable. Um, but probably most farmers will admit cooking isn't their forte. Um, and neither is necessarily marketing. Um, you know, we all stick to what we're good at. So that's why we've got Lucy, because she's good at it. Very good at it. Yeah, well, so, so, so let's do a bit of a, a deep dive into a social influencer, because Lucy, Tim and I, re we really want to be social influencers, Tim, in our own lives, we do, but we don't know. I just do, like do. to be social. <laughs> so, says, says the farmer. So, so I always ask this question, Lucy, of, of a lot of people as to what is their background and how did they get into uh, their particular role, the, the sector that they're in? So let's ask you, Lucy, what is your background and how did you get to become uh, the British League Ambassadors as our, as our social influencer for this campaign? What is your background, please? So it's nothing to do with food uh, to start with. Uh, so it all started when I was at university, I was studying interior architecture, um, graduated, went into the industry and then all alongside, I didn't feel like I had a, a creative outlet because I feel like in the industry it was kind of squashed a bit. Um, so I loved photo photography and I loved cooking. I was bad at cooking, but I was trying to learn. Um, so I was sort of photo journaling almost my process of trying to learn how to cook. And then eventually um, more and more people sort of started following along on Instagram mainly. And um, as the years went on, I got sort of better at cooking and better at photography. And again, started reaching more and more people. So it's sort of this little baby was sort of growing alongside wow. my, what I thought was going to be my career in architecture. Um, and then after a year in industry, I realized I hated sitting at a desk. I was rubbish at it. I wasn't really that good at my job anymore. Um, but, and I had this sort of thing that I was thinking this, this could be something, you know, I could maybe do something with this. Um, and at the time, I think I had about 60,000 followers. So it wasn't like a huge amount, but it was also quite a large amount of people. Um, so then, yeah, I took the leap and basically 
had enough work coming in to be um, like a photographer for some companies, a recipe developer. In fact, actually the British Eat Growers Association, I worked with those years ago. So right at the start, mm. when I sort of went freelance essentially, um, they were a company or a, an organization that were sort of paying me to create a few recipes. So that really helped. So actually it's like a really nice circle. Like here we are years later. I'm a lot more established now. You know, I've had three years in the industry as a freelancer. And actually now I get to be their ambassador. So it's like this really nice sort of circle where they really helped me out at the very beginning. And then here we are like, you know, years later working together in a much more like um, close environment, you know? So it's really sweet actually, I like that. And, and it's, it is and it's fascinating that someone like, because we, we all know, don't we? We all know people that uh, just are, are sat at a desk and just do not enjoy what what they do and, and especially yeah. those uh pre-covid times who um I, i've got a number of my mates who, who do did the the daily trek into into london and i always call them ghosts because they're sat on the they're on the platform mm. at stowe market station at uh, five o'clock six o'clock in the in, in the morning and I, I get awfully depressed for them when i ask them what, what do you want your kids to do and uh, they say not have the job i've got and it's like oh my god <laughs> that's a that's like, like a life wasted and then lucy with you yeah. thinking the same and at, at a, a far younger age to be able to make a difference um, and do something that you want and, and you enjoy. So, to, so if it's okay to ask a direct question, is, is this your career? Is, is, this, it's, you, is this your career for, for ever and a day, Lucy, do you think? Well, hope, hopefully forever, but we'll see. Social media is constantly evolving. And I think because my job relies so, so heavily on, you know, paid sponsorships, paid campaigns via social media. I feel like that's kind of, it's a bit of a risky, almost like a knife edge because it's so volatile. It can go any direction anytime soon, really. But for now I am riding that wave. I'm just yeah. so enjoying working with people. And I think, you know, if this doesn't last forever being on social media, that's fine because hopefully I've built enough skills to maybe, you know, be a food writer or a photographer really? for a magazine or, you know, something else that that reaches people, whatever that might be, whether it's social yeah. media or, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, we, we've used this expression a number of times over the last 18 months and the 160 plus broadcasts that, that, that we've used. That I've always been told that in a, in a world war, uh, world recession, world pandemic, if you're in the eating or and the cleaning game, uh, you'll, you'll be figuratively um, safe. And it's fascinating with, with yourself that um, yeah, there's always going to be a need for food photography, um, isn't there? You just think of everything, whether it be magazines or, or packaging on TV or on social yeah. media, there's always going to be that need for, for photography. But I suppose it's, it's a bit self-fulfilling in respect of your role and, and your pressure, because the pressure that, um, that you put on is you, you put on yourself that you've got to come up with, they say, the, the recipes. You've got to come, come up with innovative recipes uh, for all, all of your clients to make sure that they're, they're enjoying it, that their consumers are, are, are buying the products. So I suppose you, you don't have to do a 360 appraisal on yourself every week. You just you just have to do what you, you, you do, being, yeah. excuse my French, bloody good at what, what you're doing to, to then be able to promote the likes of British Leaks. Would that be correct? Yeah, I think um, I think a reason that British Geeks, uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm guessing this is why they wanted to work with me because it's it's sort of what my style is. I'm not a, I'm not a chef, you know. I didn't go to like a, a fancy chef school or a culinary college, but I just really like to make good wholesome food that is really easy to recreate, like really easy to recreate. And I think that's the whole point of this is to show that. You don't have to be, you know, a culinary chef to make these recipes. You can just have a few ingredients, and and especially with the way that social media is going, they are the recipes that people actually want to recreate. 
So if I have something that I've spent like, you know, three hours mastering and it's like a meso braised leeks and this, that, and the other, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't, I don't have that in my cupboard. Yeah. So whatever. But if I do something that's like 15 minutes, here's a really simple stir fry. It's got loads of ginger, loads of garlic, this, this, this. And people were like, oh, great. That's in my fridge. I'll make that. Like that's, that's how I prefer to kind of connect with people. And I think yeah. that's how you'll encourage more use of yeah. the veg, for example. So, yeah. Yep. And I, I think there's a definitely, as, as per Tim, Tim's quote, um, about four, four and 10 use of new social media videos to follow a recipe. Just, just me, case in point, I love going around with my daughter to charity shops. She's always looking to get the clothes. Um, and I, I'm, I'm buying re recipe books because you know how expensive recipe books are, but in charity shops, they're not. And I've got a collection of 20 or 30 of them, but I find myself, I'm now follow, following you. I find it far easier um, to, to actually follow people like, like yourself and social media and get ideas rather than delving into my recipe books, which, which have just turned into theatre for, for, my, for my kitchen. You yeah, know, yeah. deploying people like you to get an idea, get get a steer on a, on a recipe idea is, 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 is fantastic. So no, I think you're going to be you're going to be here for, for, for a long time. That's why we need to hold on to you, Lucy, for, for our sectors, whether it be Fingers British leagues or other areas. So, so, so Tim, again, I, I think it's it's great that um, British growers, British leaks have, have looked to partner up with them, someone like Lucy, because of that whole um, social media side of it. Tim, what do you want to see from this campaign from 2022 and, and beyond using Lucy and, and all of the might that British leaks has and British growers has? What, what success do you want to see, please? Well, to be blunt, sell more leaks. <laughs> but uh, no, we, we just want to in increase the exposure of leaks. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot of people out there that don't eat them at the moment, and we want them to eat them. They're they're a great vegetable, and as Lucy is proving brilliantly well, um, you can you can they can be very versatile. You can you can cook lots of different dishes very quickly, very easily. They they can actually be quite an accessible vegetable, and yeah, uh, yeah we just want people to understand that. Excellent. Well done, Tim. So we, we, we're going we're gonna to have this ongoing masterclass from, from Lucy uh, from uh, 2022 about how we can enjoy, cook, consume leeks. Can you, Tim, can you just give us a bit of a masterclass in the respect of, of leeks? What's the origin? Um, how, how many acres, hectares are, are we growing in the UK? Is, is it easy to grow leeks? Could, could I grow leeks? Tim, give us the masterclass on leeks, please. Off you go. I've, I've no doubt you could grow leeks exceptionally well. Um, but there's probably no need because we've got about 4,000 hectares in the country already. So wow. we're, uh, we, yeah, we're about there. Um, they're originally a Mediterranean crop. Um, um, although it, strangely, they're one of the few crops that you can pretty much grow in this or harvest in this country all year round. I mean, we can start a season um, sort of, you know, in June, sometime in June, and we okay. can continually harvest them until obviously different leaks until the following May. Um, and, and they are quite winter hardy. They do survive the winters quite well, um, which again, you wouldn't necessarily associate with a Mediterranean crop, but through um, some careful breeding over the years, we've managed to select some traits that, that mean we've got really good quality produce, really good quality leaks most of the year round, but they are a challenge. It, they, they are tricky and, and they are getting harder for, for numerous reasons. Okay. And, and uh, is there a perception, question to, to both of you, is there a perception that leeks are more of a winter veg in U the UK rather than a summer veg? Lucy, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. If you say to someone, Le a leek recipe, they'll go uh, leek and potato soup. Like that's, I think yeah. you always associate it with, 
either autumn or winter in like sort of hearty soups and stews especially welsh recipes as soon as you start looking at anything um because obviously they're so so popular um over in wales i feel like most of theirs are like stews soups lots of cheese lots of leeks um and usually some kind of lamb or you know some kind of meat in there as well so do you think there's a potential to 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 have it um as an all all year round um vegetable in, in in the domestic kitchen lucy yeah, well, I didn't realise that they, you could start your crops. Did you say yeah. June or July? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can start harvesting some in, in June, yeah. I didn't realise that, that was it was that early. That's fantastic. So, yeah, of course, if, that, if that's how early you can get hold of them. Because I think a lot of people are really trying to be a bit more consumer aware and buy things that are in season or local. Oh. Um, but in terms of, like especially my generation, I feel like so many of us are trying to be a little bit more conscious, like whether it's, you know, avo toast, avocado toast is kind of a massive trend, but it's almost died right down because people are like, actually, do you know the air miles that are included to have that? You mm. know, like people are trying to be more aware of it. So I feel like obviously buying local, buying seasonal is important. So if you can get them in, you know, as harvest, actually harvest them that early, that's fantastic. Of course, they work in, they're so fragrant. You can put them in so many different recipes, not just hearty stews or soups. Guys, that's, that's amazing. I, I didn't know that. And I've been in, in, the, yeah. in the sector for, for 25 years. Um, I, I think of that. Um, I don't know if you if you guys have ever heard of this uh, story. There's um, Christmas crackers. They only come out in, in, in December. A marketing company was uh, deployed by a Christmas cracker manufacturer to try and make Christmas crackers to be used all year round. Um, it failed. F f funny that. <laughs> but with British Leaks, um, with the with the right with the right promotional push behind it. You could see how I'm, I'm just completely winging this one as normal, but the likes of the Waitrose magazine um, to, to have British leeks incorporated into a summer salad, Lucy, um, and how, how that would extend the season for, for Tim and get what Tim wants um, uh, being his definition of success is to sell more leeks. But actually, it's, it's going to do more, more good for all of our kids and, and adults because and I, Lucy, I love that. But you're right on message about the seasonal veg that we do want to eat. Uh, more, more, more locally, and if, and if between the three of us, if we if we can extend the season of uh, of, of leeks rather than just the winter season, but, but across the uh, summer as well, that's going to be hugely beneficial. But Lucy, you know what the next question is going to be, and I'm just going to put you on the spot. How would you incorporate um, British leeks in, into a summer recipe? Um, so rather than sticking double cream on it and uh, and salt and pepper and smack it in the in the oven for forty minutes, what what would you do with British leeks for for say um, a, a summer meal, please? Oh, I am putting you I on the spot. I feel like. I feel like I'm on Ready Steady Cook and Ainsley Harriet has just pulled out leeks and he's gone, go! Oh Here's okay. your bag. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I did a recipe earlier on in the year and it was it, it was kind of like a stir fry, but I feel like when you say stir fry, you just think of a generic you know? So I actually um, grated or really, really finely chopped the leeks lengthways. So they almost made like noodles. They work really well because obviously they stay quite crunchy. Um, but as soon as you, you know, whack them in a really hot wok, they'll go a little bit flimsy. So they work really well with noodles. So I might try like a Vietnamese style noodle salad. So you'd have loads of really beautiful aromatics and some kind of dressing. So either oil, chili, some kind of soy, or if it's Vietnamese, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, lots of ginger um, and have like a beautiful marinade cook it all in a really really high heat so that it almost just like chars it and then have loads of other veg so if we're talking like 
summer i mean you've got all sorts you've literally got a plethora but loads of colors those are carrots radishes things like that so it's like a crunchy slaw style asian inspired noodle salad maybe i don't know does that pass oh my god tim, 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 here. tim, you, tim you're up for that <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd go for that. I'd give that a go. Yeah, that, okay. that's 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 just amazing. The, the fact that, that you managed to do that just off the off the top of your your head, and just we 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 also have just have to look at the what what would be your favourite winter dish, um, Lucy, on on the, on the same basis. Oh, this is like asking me what my favourite like my favourite child because I've just made loads <laughs> of recipes, winter recipes, and I love them so much. So. One that I've made twice already in, in the space of a week is um, it's like a tear and share bread. Um, really spongy, wow. really like pillowy and cushiony. But then what I've done is I you you sort of create like this butter garlic glaze with loads of herbs. So it's almost like garlic bread, essentially. And you get these great big dough balls. And then inside I've stuffed them with really finely chopped leeks and cheese. I use vegan cheese, but you obviously can use regular and um, yeah, encase them. You pop it, pop it all in like a bun tin, bake it in this beautiful butter glaze. Again, when it's out, you put more of that butter and garlic all over it with herbs. And then it cooks the leeks with the cheese inside the bread when it's baking. So when you pull it apart, it's all this like stringy, cheesy leek. Oh my God, it's so good. So that's really good. But then I've also just made, um, no, stick with me because the, the ingredients sound, the flavors sound you. really randomly. Keep, keep going. We're with you to the end of time. Keep going. <laughs> just done a christmas one which is um it's like phyllo pastry little muffin muffin tin size sort of parcels and um inside i've done like a curried cauliflower and leek cheese like you know cauliflower cheese kind of yeah. vibe um but i've, I've diced the cheeks and uh, the leeks into large sort of dice circles put that with the curried cauliflower cheese mix put it inside this phyllo pastry crown and then topped it with cranberry sauce and herbs oh my god it, it doesn't sound like it should work but it really does it's like curry wow. but also sweet and then you've got the richness from the pastry it was just it was really good i was really impressed with that tim tim where did you find this lady she's amazing <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty good, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Just love food. <laughs> but but, but let's, let's, Lucy, thank you. What, what a masterclass. And what's going to be great is to see your, your videos as, as they as they come out, out as we as we get into 2022. And I'm just seeing that pool that you're going to give to the to the, to the consumer to buy uh, to buy more links because I suppose that that's the issue that um, that we we've got as because it's a bit it's a bit like all the cookery shows, isn't it? Um, Lucy, you know better than I and Tim that the what are the stats show that they have, they have had huge viewing figures, but uh, few people actually convert uh, those recipes that they see on the likes of MasterChef mm. into actually something. Uh, practical where that's where you come in uh, because of the, the the influence that you've got and those 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 great ideas and that that great um, that great great imagery so to, to tim this this is a very exciting time to try and get uh, the consumer to look to tim how not only can the consumer tim how can we influence the retailer do you think to sell more british leaks and, and perhaps even promote british leaks in store more, more so what do you think tim um well i think to, to a degree, actually, in the store, leeks, um, leeks will sell themselves. What I think the retailers need to do is really push vegetables in general. Um, they really need to get behind some of these campaigns that um, are running, like the Veg Power campaign, uh, really push things into schools um, and just generally get people, especially children, eating more vegetables. Um, and with that, we can, we can run off the back of that with our campaign and really push leeks forward and it will just come. 
Yeah, well, well said. And, and this word again, collaboration, the fact, as, as you mentioned, with the likes of Veg Power, and we look to promote Dan Park and his, his great team on, on everything uh, that they do. And we've got the likes of Lucy and yourself, Tim, on, on uh, British Leagues. With, with, the, with the retailers, it, do, do you think that we do need to see more um, bill posting, whether that be in store or on TV uh, or on physical billboards? Do we need to see the retailers do more to promote British, uh, British Veg, Tim? Yeah, I think they do. Um, at the end of the day, they do have a responsibility because uh, they're selling, they're selling what what we're growing. Um, they're selling it to the consumer, to the general public, and there is a degree of trust there with the general public and, and retailers. So I think what the retailers can can push uh, and promote, consumers will listen. So I, I, th I think they really have a, a responsibility to educate and to lead. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing, Tim, that over the, the last 18 months in the pandemic on the rise, the exponential, exponential rise of a scratch cooking, have you seen a, um, a, 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 an uptick of, a, of leak sales in the UK? Um, certainly retail. Um, I mean, what, what we found to a degree is that um, those uh, leaks that would have gone into the catering sector um, and uh, food service, they have... Um, dropped a little bit, but the retail sales have really exploded, um, and that that's that's been great um, for us um, in in getting leaks out there and other vegetables and and just people generally learning to cook at home. Um, obviously, the reason for it's not so great, but there we go. Yeah, yeah, but there's a uh, there's a South African saying about never waste a crisis, and in in, the, in, the, in this specific moment, Tim, if you're seeing this uptick of, of British leaks, and we've got Lucy being plugged in alongside to take it to, to the next level. That's going to be great to further promote um, British leagues. And it's great that, um, that the retail sector, uh, we're seeing that uptick. Lucy, I've, I've got to ask you a really um, horny question. And it, and it comes back to the, the lack of promotion that we have in the UK. And as we were saying in our green room earlier about, um, mm -hmm. I can't remember if I used the stat, stat, six out of 10 kids don't know where fruit and veg comes from. And, and the awful um, example I give uh, Lucy is that um, there's a comprehensive school in Tolworth in, in South London and for the average um, school kid walking from their home to school they pass 12 pizza shops all selling a slice of pizza one pound um, a pop. Um, how can we, Lucy, how can we get um, kids and their families more encouraged to, to, to adopt British leagues uh, rather than picking up Pop-Tarts, energy drinks, uh, rubbishy sugar-filled um, uh, food. Lucy, what's the what's the what's the magic dust? How can we get um, that that sort of demographic to engage more with British leagues? What do you think? So, if you're talking sort of starting it from schools, there's obviously the responsibility of schools when they're actually catering for the kids. So, yeah. like you know, obviously hot school meals, things like that. But um, was it last year? No, it wouldn't have been last year because of COVID. But the year before, I went into um, one of the schools here in West Bridgeford in Nottingham. And we did like a food tech or um, like class. It was probably about two hours long. And I think it was actually aimed at kids who were essentially like struggling in certain classes for concentration or whatever. So they were like, right, okay, let's harvest this energy and let's do some cooking. Let's do some, some you know, kind of uh, food tech. Um, and it was actually really good. We made um, like a curried, curried soup or something like that. And um things like that were really great because when I was chatting to the kids I was like okay do you know what this is do you know what like a ginger you know do you know what this is do you know what this is and um loads of them were like yeah we know loads of them 
sort of half of them didn't know um but actually in a recipe where it was like really fragrant loads of aromatics and things like that it was great because they were having first-hand experience with things they were like tasting things daring each other to eat bits of ginger and um things like that it was just a really great uh lesson so I guess you could try and encourage that kind yeah. of thing so whether it's like um literally the case of me going into schools or a team obviously not just me solely going around yeah. the UK but um you know people going in and actually doing like food tech classes where it's because I remember food tech oh yeah. my god it was awful like I think we made tuna pasta salad for one oh and yeah then we did that yeah 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 we made scones but they weren't scones yeah. they were awful was, so yeah. like I Hang remember my and it, and it was a DOS lesson it was a lesson where you didn't care you just went and messed around with your mates um so I think if you had it in an area where maybe you've got someone coming in from you know yeah. externally so it's not your, your typical teacher that you want to mess around with it's someone that might be a bit more like you know they might listen and be like oh someone interesting um yeah. or someone you not interested but you know what I mean so something like that might be quite good in terms of like you know food tech and because GCSE food tech still taught in quite a few schools as well. So even so, yeah. getting them when they're a bit older. Um, but in terms of like really young, I think when it obviously it's so much to do with their home life. So like food, fruit and veg boxes are really popular at the minute. You know, like odd box. Um, yeah. I think they're mostly down in London. You've got um, obviously like food recipe boxes like HelloFresh mm. and all that kind of malarkey. Um, like for example, my mum and dad, I mean, obviously we're both fully grown adults now my me and my sister but loads of people are now starting to actually buy these boxes like hello fresh and you know gusto and all these sorts of um ones that are available so i wonder if in terms of like getting in with those kind of companies are really important as well because so many people now rely on these boxes and um, for inspiration because i think so many people get to the end of the day and after like an eight hour shift, an hour commute, the last thing they want is to be like, oh, let's just surf the internet for inspiration. They just want something there in front of them. So in terms of that, that might be a really interesting way to get, you know, into it. So like, you know, your partner up with Gusto or whoever and have like a, a dedicated, you know, recipe per week, which includes leeks or, you know, some kind of seasonal veg. Um, that might be quite good. I don't know. You can always have beautiful photos. Lisa, well done, because I've just got to go on my high horse, and, and Tim, see if, see if you a, a, agree with me. I, I do think that there's a, a number of massive, large, massive international food companies out there, mm. and they predominantly want to sell high sugary, high, high fatty foods um, because they mm. make they make money on it. It's, it's a it's a capitalist uh, business model, and all, all good for them. But long term, it's not doing any good for any of our population because of look, look at the obesity issue and the di diabetic issue taste um can you imagine having the, the choice between a, a monosyllabic big mac um that that just looks gray and, and, and dreary and and the i think it was a vietnamese um uh, summer dish that you were proposing uh lucy having the choice between the two taste one thing I've, I've i have to kick myself about this with all the interviews i've done everyone all the growers lucy they keep on majoring on about the taste whether it be leeks whether it be uh british tomatoes whether it be british apples it's the taste whilst mm. this, this high uh, sugary food it's just the the, the sugar um, or uh, other other chemicals are available, which are enticing kids and their families uh, to, to eat them. And, and yes, there's the convenience of 
find a ready meal, but you, you'll know better than I, but 10, 20 minutes to cook a, a meal for yourself or, or a family. It's not that that hard. And, and it's, re- it's really, mm-hmm. it's really enjoyable. So, so Tim, do you, do you think we, we do need to, with the likes of um, Lucy's assistance again, really do major on the fact of the flavor and the taste of British leeks is so unique, so unique to anything else. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's to do with freshness. Um, you know, it's not spent several days on a lorry or a ship or an aeroplane. You know, it's 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 fresh. It's it's pretty much straight from the field. And with that, you you get the flavors and the nutrition as well. You know, it's win-win. Yeah. And Lucy, it feels like, I don't know. Lisa, it feels like you need to spend some time with a farmer who really knows what he's talking about and actually go and, I don't know, dig some leeks. Are you up for that, Lucy? A hundred percent. Tim, do you, have, do you have space at your farm for me to come across and have a look? <laughs> There's always space at the moment in the picking team. <laughs> so, so just everyone just to give a bit of a bit of, bit of a reveal lucy's going to go to tim's farm um shortly and lucy i'm sure you're gonna you're gonna film film there and that's going to be fantastic for your 170,000 followers on instagram um to actually actually physically see um, a leak in the, in, the, in the field and see how beautifully it's, it has looked after and grown and also the the, the, the amazing process it, it, it goes through if you look at the likes of YouTube, it's fascinating to see how many views uh, there are of, of food going through a system, whether it be pineapple being cut or, or a combine going through a field. But watching leaks, Tim, um, go, going through your, your process, it's going to be fascinating for, for Lucy and all, all, of our, all of our followers. Uh, Tim, Tim, you must be quite excited about having Lucy come on site. Yeah, well, I'm very passionate about leaks. I like teaching anybody <laughs> about leaks. Um, but yeah, yeah, it'd be great because, you know, I won't be able to just show Lucy I'll be able to show those 170,000 followers excellent and 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 Tim just on, on the on the heterage on on the amount of leaks that have been grown in, in the UK is that fairly stable or with with, um, with the success that Lucy's going to create for, for you all um is there the ability to grow more leaks um in in the UK as the as as the as the sector gets even more sexy more more appealing to the consumer and the retailer can you grow more Tim well, naturally, of course, as sales explode after today, um, yeah, we should be able to keep up. Um, you know, the, the, the land that's suitable for leeks um, isn't entirely exhausted. Of course, it's competing with, with other crops as well. But within rotation, we can actually do quite a lot. Um, you know, modern farming practices, um, you know, we can be pretty, uh, pretty productive. Yeah. And Sky's are, the limit. Are, are leeks, are, are they a difficult crop to grow? Yeah, they're pretty tricky, um, especially, you know, something that you're trying to keep in the ground for 13 months of the year. Um, it's going to take quite a battering. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of uh, care and attention and tenderness that's, that's got to go into it. You've, you've really got to look after them. They're, they can be they're a bit fickle. I sometimes describe them as the sheep of the, of, of the, leaf, of the vegetable world. They're, you know, yeah. So, so, so Tim, just tell, tell us again for, for the uninitiated, from seed to, to this leak being being picked, how long is it on, in the ground from, from when to when it's actually being picked, please? Right, so that can vary. That could be okay. from 90 days yeah. up to probably around 13 months. 13 and a half wow. months would be the maximum. Well, and, and Lucy, the, the thing that I always, 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 am, I'm not never surprised, but always amazed by the likes of Tim is, and he used that word earlier, love, the love that farmers, that growers have for the, for, for the vegetables, that it's, 
I'm putting words in Tim's mouth. Um, I'm probably going to embarrass him here, but he'll know exactly the sentiment that, that I'm, I'm giving. That his field of leaks are, are like like children to him. The, the fact that he's put so much love and energy into them, and the sunshine he's growing sunshine, and the fact that it's going to end up in hopefully a a a, a kid's dinner at a school, or mum and dad are going to scratch cook with it, or they're going to scratch cook with it. So 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 Lucy, hopefully you can you can take some of that that uh, piece of magic as well uh, to present over to your to your followers. So it's not just the yeah. taste of it, but it's the love and the energy and the devotion that uh, that grows given give give to the leaks. Well, look at um, you just have to look at lockdown, for example. How many people were get allotments were literally in such high demand? Yeah. People, there was like a waiting list of a year. You know, everyone wanted an allotment. Everyone that I know had a go at growing their own, whether it was like tomatoes on the windowsill in the flat or they were trying to grow kale in a, you know, a box that they'd just built in their garden. Like there, there were so many people during the lockdown that were like, do you know what? I'm going to give it a crack. Why not? Let's, let's give it a go. So you can see that there is an interest there. People are genuinely like, and then the, the thing I love most is when you get people that, you know, they'll bring in like, um, what's it called? Um, uh, is it a glut when you have all the extra excess yeah. veg from oh, yeah. your, from your, um, your, yeah you know, whatever's going on in your garden or your allotment. And they bring it all in and they give it to you with such pride. It's like my homegrown tomatoes yeah. or this, that and the other. And it does taste so much better. There is no denying that. You know, yeah. you go to a supermarket and you buy like a pack of tomatoes. I'm using tomatoes as a prime example. They are so tasteless so much of the time. But then when you have someone that's grown them or you've grown them yourself, it's it's like pride. It's such pride because you've seen it come from nothing into something. And people were doing that just with gardening in general, let alone veg. Yep. I think gardening really, really took off um, because it is. It's something so magical about seeing, you know, a little seed in the ground. Then all of a sudden it's there on your table giving you, you know, your dinner. It's just it's 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 the most human thing. You know, humans have been farming for, for centuries. So. It's nothing new, but I think people are so far removed from it. So when they give their hand at it, they're like, oh, my God, this is actually really cool. So, mm. yeah. So, so, so Lucy, it's, it's great that you're going to collaborate with them, um, with Tim. So this initiative is, is backed by a group, group of 16 leak growers and also their seed companies. We mustn't forget the seed companies that are behind mm. this as well, because if it wasn't for the seed companies, we, we wouldn't have the leaks in the, in the first place. Just, just to use my, my buzzy word, my, my word of the year of, of collaborate. Um, how can all of those leak growers, over and above um, Tim, how can those leak growers and the seed companies help you to get that message across? Um, you, you're going to go visit Tim. Do you, do you want to visit some other growers or um, do you want to go into, into restaurants with some of those growers? Do you want to go to schools with some? What, just just, just let, let, let's just uh, stick up a, a whiteboard and go, go for it. How can they all help you? Yeah, I guess schools are a really good one. So again, like I've already worked with one of the schools here. So you could even see if they were fancy getting in, you know, getting on board and saying, well, I'm working with the British Eat Growers at the moment. How do you feel about let's come in and, you know, make a few recipes with the kids? Um, that's like a really simple one to start rolling out. But I guess, um, again, like the fruit and veg boxes, I feel like that's a really good one. So if I, if we could somehow get in touch with, you know, whether it's Oddbox or some kind of company and have like a special month where I'll create recipes they can put inside their boxes. And when they, you know, send them out, oh, here's a suggested recipe. You've got two leeks in your, in your like Riverford. Riverford veg is another box, um, veg box that do it. Yep. So like, 
you know, they're directly working with the farmers and they're obviously sending out these veg boxes. Then we can send ideas and be like, oh, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? Um, so that's like a really simple way of marketing and getting it out there. Um, but yeah, me and um, Carol, so Carol does a lot of the PR for them. We were sort of saying about vlogs on YouTube always do really well when it's like street food or they go and they try loads of local ingredients and then they try recipes that are made up. So we were sort of just spitballing with the idea of maybe going to like Wales and trying like, you know, some of the really um, typical Welsh recipes that you get so much of, of, of leeks highlight so much in Welsh recipes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so whether something like that, I mean, we could do Lincolnshire, but I mean, I, I lived in Lincolnshire for like 10 years. I'm just trying to think if we did a street food tour, Tim, where would we begin? Tim, that's also the difficulty in respect of we, we are one country, but we've all got our, our different uh, de demographics uh, going on within yeah. there. And, and Lisa, we have to remember the fact that, um, and Tim will help me with the stats here, that I think it's 80, 85% of all fruit and veg is sold in the, in the retail sector. So as well as doing the, the likes of the, um, the, the collaboration with the, with the box schemes, um, it, it would, don't ask, don't get, to, to try and create a collaboration with the, uh, with, with the key retailers as well, to have recipe yeah. cards. Um, and Lucy, that'd be fantastic to have your name all, all over the front of um, the fruit and veg aisles and Sainsbury's and Tesco's and Asda and Waitrose and other, other retailers. Have been, there's, so, there's, well, there's so much to go for, isn't there? I used to work for Waitrose. I worked there for five years whilst I was doing my degree. So they used to, they featured me one month on the Waitrose, like the Chronicle, which was like their workers magazine. Cause it was when I started my Instagram and I think I had about 20,000 followers. And I remember there's like a picture of me like this on the front cover. I just think like, how cool would that be? Like, again, it's probably like more like 10 years now, but 10 years going back and actually being on the little placards, you know, when you exit yeah. the store, they've got all the, the four recipe ideas. I mean, that would be so, that would be Excellent. just so sick to see. And obviously working with the leaks and having it like meaning something and actually being for something, I think that would be pretty yeah. cool. So yeah, I'll get in speak, touch, speak. you know, I'll, I'll see if I can find a contact from somewhere. <laughs> speak, speak to Carol and I'm sure the two of you will get that sorted out. Tim and I, we've only had, ever had our pictures on Crime Watch. So, so we'll, we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> what, 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 watch you, watch you with that amazement as, as, you, as you do that. So come on guys, let, let's wrap this up in, a, in, a, in an even more pos positive manner. Um, so, so Tim, you're excited about where this is is going, but what Tim, what's your message to the trade and to consumers as to why they should endorse, um, buy, consume more British leaks? Why should we buy more British leaks, Tim? Over to you, please. Uh, well, they're tasty, for one. They're versatile, as Lucy has, has proved fantastically. And there's a pretty big season to them. So if you're going for a seasonal veg, you pick up a leek, chances are it's going to be British. Yeah. Tim, well, well said. And Lucy, we've learned, you and I have learned so much from Tim today in respect of we just thought that the season for leeks was uh, was, was quite uh, quite narrow. But the fact that it's actually potentially all, all year round, that's going to give you so much more to, to, to go out, Lucy. So Lucy, what's your message to the trade and the consumer? Why should we be enjoying more British leeks, please? Well, again, going off the versatility side of things, I have had my eyes open just from trialing recipes, like how versatile they are. So you can literally use it in like 
as a lasagna sheet you can use it yeah. uh, shredded within like to sort of create like vegetable noodles it works so brilliantly in stews but it also works really well actually on its own as like a you know a side recipe or something so I feel like versatility is absolutely key and the fact that it's so quick to cook as well it can sit in something for like an hour and a half if you want it to but it can also be you know one of these 15 minute 20 minute meals so it's just a really cracking veg like I feel like how else do I blow its trumpet but yeah it's just um it's a really good replacement for other ingredients it's fragrant again it's tasty and you don't just have to have it with leek and potato soup and hopefully that's yeah. something that we're trying to trying to share which is really good and I think just that's... don't boil it whatever you do don't boil it <laughs> oh, I die no. a little bit inside every time somebody tells me they boil leeks no no we, we, we'll, we'll make a mandatory on that to, to ban any, any leek boiling that's uh you can't do that to lobsters anymore and we, we're definitely not not going to allow that for, for, for leeks tim i think it's been a masterclass to, to be able to secure lucy the the, the just the, the 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 recipe ideas and the inspiration that she's got and the delivery you can just to see that from her enthusiasm for for what she's going to achieve for you it's going to be so exciting so I suppose, I suppose you're just gonna you're gonna have to start planting more leeks, Tim. Um, you you and the other other sixteen growers and the seed companies, your partner seed companies are gonna are gonna have to keep up. So so guys, to wrap up, come on, Tim. How are you gonna have leeks on uh, on Christmas Day? We're, we're we're filming this at the beginning of uh, December two thousand twenty-one. We have got uh, all the excitement that early excitement of Christmas coming up. Tim, how are you gonna have your leeks on Christmas Day, please? Well, it's probably gonna be a bit cold. I I, I have to admit, no, I'm not gonna say ashamedly unashamedly i like them fried fried with a bit of butter and a bit of pepper oh that's literally what i was just going to say i was going to say with brussels sprouts i've done i usually hate brussels but i've done this recipe and i just put a load of butter in loads of garlic loads of salt um a bit of smoked paprika and again like either grated cheese or just go whatever um a few nuts as well and that like toast like fried on a really high heat keep tossing it in the pan oh my god it's delicious so yeah, we're on the same wavelength there. I'm just adding Brussels for, you know, why not? You've you got to be them at Christmas, haven't you? You've got to have them somewhere. Excellent. Well, that's Christmas sorted. Lucy, you've been fantastic. We really look forward to all the content and the collaborations that you're going to make with Tim and um, all the other leak growers and seed companies that next year. Tim, well well done for, for getting this um, underway. I, I think with everything that you've, you've, you're doing with British growers and the endorsement, the, the support, the collaboration with the likes of um, VegPower, I, I know the last 18 months have been tricky for you in so many uh, diff different ways as a, as, a, as a grower, but hang on in there, keep on punching, punching through, because you're basically making the nation healthier by getting us excited about consuming the, the likes of British veg and the, the likes of a British shirt leak. So Tim, well done. Lucy, well done. We look forward to seeing the success that you both both are going to create in 2022. Well done, everyone. Thank you so much, Max. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Well done. Keep safe. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.